Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Taylor Rapp, former Washington Husky defensive back, and you are tuned in to the Circling Seattle Sports Podcast. Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode here, episode 26 of the Circling Seattle Sports Podcast. Today, I'm by myself. Uh, I kind of messed up uh, in production and wasn't able to get better on today, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have him back next week. Luckily, it's only the bye week. So, you know, nothing too crazy to be worried about there. Um, but, yeah, we still have some stuff to go over this week, so let's just get right into it. Uh, Seahawks obviously had their bye week, a uh, chance to improve, uh, get better, get more acquainted. Obviously, some new players joining the team, and we'll get to that here in a second. Uh, but also really big, um, especially this year, with the way that things are going in the pandemic, as well as how many people are uh, going down to injury. The bye week is really crucial uh, just to get people healed up. Uh, and get prepared for that next game. Uh, in terms of injury news, as I was saying, uh, Jamal Adams' return is in the air for the upcoming divisional clash against the Cardinals this week. Uh, I had previously said that Jamal Adams was cleared to play, as was reported by Pete Carroll, that he would be ready to go uh, this week against the Cardinals, but he has kind of sort of backtracked on that statement, saying that we got to get through the week and see what happens in terms of Jamal Adams returning. So that's not exactly a good sign. Um, it seemed like they were erring on the side of caution when it comes to his injury with his groin. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Mr. Adams there going forward. But, you know, uh, it, it, it will be something that's interesting to see considering how important these divisional games are going to be, especially when you're playing in the NFC West. Um, it's, it's that's something to monitor. Uh, but good segue into defensive back DJ Reed uh, and tight end Colby Parkinson, both returning to practice uh, over the bye week after being on the non-football injury list. DJ Reed is somebody who offers versatility around the secondary from being able to play corner to safety to nickel. And over the bye week and through practice, uh, that is where the team will be looking to see how they can integrate him to the roster. They have... 21 days to decide whether or not they want to add uh, both of these players to the active roster. The team wants to see where Damon Harrison uh, is going to be able to fit uh, over the course of the week of practice this week uh, to see where he can fit in. They're going to have a padded practice uh, and that can help them really kind of see where they're at with him because uh, obviously they really haven't gotten to him into the game plan yet. Uh, still in the practice squad at this current moment. So it'll be really interesting to see where Damon Harrison fits, uh, if he'll be able to go here versus the Cardinals, and what he'll bring to the table to this defensive line that has already seen injuries, which is a good segue into there being no current timetable for the return of Daryl Taylor, uh, who's sort of dealing with his leg, that foot injury. Uh, he's been running really well, uh, Coach Carroll said, but the doctors are still being conservative about bringing him back on uh, as well as like football activity. So he has not really seen, we're not going to probably see him for at least another couple of weeks. Same with Rashad Penny. There's no current timetable for his return. Uh, Ryan Neal has earned a spot to play with the starters. Coach Carroll has said he will find a time and place for him even after Jamal Adams returns, which we may not see Joe. We might see Ryan Neal continue to fill in that spot, but also Lano Hill has been sidelined for a while and could be continued. Uh, we may con uh, continue to see him sidelined 
but due to the fact that Ryan Neal has been stepping up, as well as Demarius Randall getting more acclimated with the team and the system, they should be able to fill that spot pretty well. Team notes, uh, Miami tried, the Miami Dolphins tried to offer Damon Harrison a spot on their active roster, just like Tampa Bay did last week, uh, but he refused, again, opting to stay with Seattle, so obviously good thing there. He wants to be here in Seattle, uh, and really all that is over the past couple weeks has been trying to get him ready and uh, just get him prepared as best well as we can for the upcoming games uh, and to be prepared throughout the season. The 2021 Pro Bowl was canceled. Uh, Las Vegas will host the next Pro Bowl next year. This is the first year since 1949 that there has not been some sort of postseason all-star game by the NFL. Uh, Pro Bowl teams will still be named at the end of the season, but the game itself will be replaced by a quote-unquote variety of engaging activities. Uh, And the league has kind of tried to get these engaging activities. Uh, They've been trying to spice up the Pro Bowl in recent years. But really, I mean, I don't remember the last time I sat down and actively said, hey, let's watch the Pro Bowl. Because it's just been, there's a lack of effort. There seems to be a lack of motivation. It's just something that, you know, there's no no fun and people aren't motivated to play well in it. So it's just like, okay, you got all these top guys who aren't playing in the Super Bowl and they just kind of play like a scrimmage essentially. So uh, COVID-19 issues and schedule changes. There are no schedule changes as of recent. Uh, after what happened over the last couple of weeks with all the positive tests. Um, but the NFL, there is some news to report. The NFL medical officer is against the idea of a bubble for the league, which is kind of interesting to see uh, going forward. When we get to playoffs, at least, I think it would be a good idea just considering what has been happening uh, with Tennessee. If you're in a bubble, you can't make those mistakes. Um or with Oakland going to a fundraiser without masks, that would be something that would be important. Um, so that'll be interesting to see going forward, but that would be in the playoffs. So at the current moment, we don't have to worry about that. Uh, Thursday, last Thursday, the Falcons shut down their facility after receiving multiple positive tests. On the same day, the league, the league enacted a new policy that will require excuse me, sick players to isolate if they experience symptoms of the virus, even if more recent tests they have taken or turned negative. So it's just still a precautionary measure that the league is taking uh, after the outbreaks with uh, New England and obviously Tennessee probably factored into that. And then on Sunday, the league announced that there are no new tests. There were no new tests that returned positive and all 12 of the games on Sunday took place. So, so far there's been no hiccups with that. Obviously we're early in the week, so we'll still have to see what goes on, but it seems like it's getting better. The league also announced that there will be not there will not be any major discipline coming for the Tennessee Titans, which is kind of curious to see, uh, considering what happened. Uh, and the, the the Titans even acted like they were the victim um, after what happened, and that's a little confusing considering the fact that they got themselves into that mess. It's not like they're getting punished for something they didn't do when in reality they messed up and got those positive tests. So, you know, kind of unique to see that situation unfold, but they will not be heavily penalized. There will be a potential fine, but there will not be any loss of draft picks after the league concluded its own investigation. Looking ahead uh, next week against the Arizona Cardinals at 1.05 p.m., it is the team's first divisional game of the year. Uh, The team will face these Cardinals two times in a span 
of four weeks here. Excuse me. Um, the team, well, Arizona will be allowed to host 1,200 fans for their upcoming game against Seattle. This is the second time this season that the Seahawks have played in a game with fans in the stadium. Cardinals are 4-2, and 1-1 uh, at home, coming off of a strong showing against the Cowboys, but the Cowboys are pretty damn banged up team, and Andy Dalton looked pretty lost out there. Uh, Arizona took home the victory 38-10. to 10. Uh, their defense is headlined by a, a great secondary featuring Buda Baker, Patrick Peterson, and Byron Murphy, two of those being Huskies, by the way, uh, and a strong, balanced offensive attack that can both run the ball really well with their quarterback and Kyler Murray uh, being that dual threat, as well as Kenyon Drake, um, un- as well as that passing game uh, with DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, and Larry Fitzgerald. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the defense is game planned to play against both a quarterback that has designed runs for himself, uh, as well as a good running back, and that air raid, uh, well, not necessarily air raid, with Cliff Kingsbury uh, in the NFL. What I mean by that is Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech was a pretty air raid offense kind of guy, uh, and as he's gotten to the league, He's, he's kind of been more balanced, so it's, it'll be interesting to see what they do with this divisional game coming up. Um, it, 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 I'm going to say it's going to be a good game just because of the fact that they've got these two offenses coming into this game, but it'll be really important to see how Ken Norton schemes up the defense to play against this running quarterback and keeping Kyler Murray contained as well as that being able to to play against these great receivers, uh, especially DeAndre Hopkins. So hopefully we'll see Shaquille Griffin step up to the test there. Uh, and as I said, two games against this Arizona team within four weeks, so there won't be much time for turnaround. Um, these games against Arizona in the past have always been really difficult, and they can be ones that you can drop. Uh, and there are kind of a, an interesting slate of games coming up with multiple division games in the near future, obviously Arizona, and then uh, Santa Clara after that, then Buffalo, uh, who who's lost who lost their last game against the Chiefs, but it's the Chiefs um, going up there, which is will be the first time Russell Wilson has played there in that stadium, um, and then Arizona again and in, in the Rams. So it'll be interesting to see what happens over this this stretch of games here. Arizona also features four ex-Huskies, uh, tight end Daryl Daniels, linebacker Ezekiel Turner, safety Buda Baker, and cornerback Byron Murphy Jr. So that is it for our Seahawks going forward. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a really critical game, especially in the NFC West, the way that things have been going this year. Uh, I mean, every year it's important to win your divisional games, but obviously there is that importance uh, with the way that the NFC West is this year. Roster outlook. For the Seattle Mariners, I will have that next week. Uh, obviously, because of not having Bennett here, I couldn't really didn't want to prepare that uh, without his help. Uh, Seattle Sounders game week recap on Sunday, the 18th. They drew with the San Jose Earthquakes, uh, so that's sort of that's the only game that took place uh, recently. And with Nico Ladero in a contract year, uh, there's been a lot of sort of Pardon me. There's been a lot of uh, sort of rumors going around and potential landing spots and potential signing opportunities. 
just because of the fact that he's in a contract year. And that sort of thing comes whenever someone's contract comes up. They start thinking, oh, he might go here. He might go there. But obviously that's up to Nico, uh, how that goes between him and the front office. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see that. But at the current moment, he's with the team. So it'll be you know kind of focused on the team here. Looking forward to the, uh, for the Sounders. The team has a critical game against Portland uh, on Thursday, the 22nd at 7.30 p.m., Critical, I say that because if we take a look here at the standings, um, where is it? If we get the standings, aha. If we take a look at the standings for the Western Conference, uh, Seattle and Portland are sort of neck and neck in points. Um, Seattle being at the one spot and Portland being at the two spot. So that'll be a critical game for standings. Uh, obviously, you know, it's kind of knock on wood, cut and dry that the team will make the playoffs. But, you know, seeding can always have a, a, a really critical hold on a team and really critical position for a team. I mean, from all walks of, the, of sports, from football to baseball to soccer to basketball. So it'll be really important to see how that game turns out against Portland on Thursday. Seattle Storm, obviously they won the championship, so their season's over. It's kind of celebration mode, uh, and I have nothing else for the rest. It's really kind of a dry week. Um, bye week, I guess, bye week, dry week. Um, nothing to do, new to really report, just kind of looking forward to that game against Arizona. Um that's that's kind of it. I'm kind of kind of like, well, what do I do now? Because at the current moment, there is nothing, uh, nothing else really. It's probably one of the shorter episodes that I've had. Um, wow. So yeah, um, that's about it. Just kind of looking forward to what we see going up here in the next week. This is kind of the season where the Seahawks dominate the sports world here in Seattle. Um, you can make all your gripes and jokes about the Mariners not playing in October, but even then, the World Series will be here and gone pretty soon. So there will be that. Um, we'll get Husky football here soon in a couple weeks, and that will be good to report on. So it will basically be a football-dominated podcast for a while from – Football, spelled F-O-O-T-P-A-B-A-L-L, and F-U-T-B-A-L-L, so both sides of the football spectrum. Uh, so, yeah, I want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to this point. Obviously, it's only going to be like 15 minutes or so, but uh, I appreciate it. appreciate everyone coming out every week. Uh, obviously, the past ones have been over an hour, but um, not too much report this week. So I want to thank you, and I will see you all next week. Uh, go Hawks.